for the morning. <laughs> Golly. <clears throat> morning show. Oh, man. I Doug am... Banks in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> Can you oh, imagine actually to... being a radio host, though, and trying to get fake excited to play the same 10 songs over the course of like eight hours every day? Jeez, you put that in perspective. Like I'm always I'm always complaining about how bad the radio is, and then it just occurred to me, dang, somebody has to be fake excited to hear um this this WizKid song for the fourth four thousandth time in a week. Like, nah. <laughs> that is that is rough. Yeah, I remember when I worked at a restaurant and they played the radio, like I'm like, bruh, um this is in high school. Remember when Jar of Hearts was out? Mm-hmm. They ran that shit into the ground. And that song feels like it's seven minutes long. Like, it's just yes. slow and sad. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, at least when you're working in the service industry, you can mind your business or or just <laughs> or publicly hate it. But you don't have yeah. to get up and and here we are again. Jar of Arts, same time, yeah. same place. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Especially in a place like South Bend. I, I, I was listening. They actually had Nick Cannon on the radio. Yeah, I've heard his voice on the radio recently, too. Like, he has, like, a segment doing some. I don't know. Yeah. He's, like, doing segments, Wendy Williams, <laughs> replacement. Like, he... he Type, I don't, yeah. He might be playing quarterback for the Bears, for all I know. Like, he... Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, here we are. Morning show. It's it's lit. It's lit. Yeah, man. Um, any Anything new as we come into this early-ass episode? Um, no, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. It's been a minute since we've back to te- back this technically thing. done a back to back episode. Yeah. So, um, no, life is pretty much where you left it, man. I cleaned my car out. My insurance went down cause I'm never in the car. That's all I have. How about you? Nah, same shit. Uh, it was good to see my family. Um, you know, that's cool. Niggas is grown. Me and my niece are like the same age and we're kind of like acting like it now. Because <clears throat> being an uncle, you're like, hey. And I'm like, wait, nigga, you're two years younger than me. Like, So um, that's kind of cool. And like getting into like more, not friends, but you know what I mean? Equals. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, outside of that, um I got a chance to listen to some music and consume some cool content, and uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Episode seventy-two for the Blurds. Welcome back. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, where do you want to start? Hmm. I did find myself listening to. Uh, this was kind of like a leftover from last episode, but Kanye's "I'm Good" mixtape. Uh, I don't know. It's just like aged surprisingly well, and it's it's just full of charisma and fun. And while uh, that might not be the case with some of our current <laughs> current offerings, it was nice to to just go back to that that era for a second. I um skimmed it because you had it in the notes, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this Kanye. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about like what it would be like to be like a black person who was like kind of eclectic and hearing him like rap about Shakespeare and like before he was calling himself Shakespeare 
Right. Like, <clears throat> all these, like, eclectic bars and, like, bending the rhyme schemes and real hip-hop shit, but talking about shit that we don't talk about. Um, and, like, what, 2005? Mm-hmm. I just imagine, like, somebody, like, a, a, a black woman kind of dressed like... <laughs> um, Oh my God! Don't need no hateration, Like vibing, like yeah, like you need yeah. to listen to Kanye. Like he, this brother here, this brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Um, and and looking for that, I found another weird fantasy album of his. But I'll let you finish talking about that. Oh, nice. Uh, no, I didn't have too many uh deep connections to make or anything uh new about it it was just i guess good to hear but i do like where you took it there um, um where, where did it where did it bring you to or, or what uh youtube diggings were you able to yes yeah, so there's a, a fantasy album called maybe we can make it to christmas mm. which sounds really cool especially around thanksgiving you know people breaking up and if we can make it to thank you know mm-hmm. so it's a Christmas fantasy album. And I won't play any of it on here because it's really hard to listen to. But it actually goes mm. well. Like like they did Monster and some crazy ass beat. I'm like, why did they pick this? Like it matches though. But <laughs> it's just really hard to listen to. So I feel like listen to it through in a podcast it's just gonna be like nah like i, I won't do that to y'all but if y'all curious it's uh it's on youtube mm. yeah it's like 15 minutes or so it's not super long um <clears throat> but uh yeah i didn't really have too many new findings mm-hmm. um i just kind of stuck to to what you had on the notes let me see if i found anything new did you listen to uh, Maeta's NP? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but um, is what I thought it was. It might be. It probably is. I I don't know. I've never listened to her interviews or talked about her out loud, so I just don't know if it's meta or what. But meta sounds way better than what I said. So, um, yeah, she's an artist. I thought from Gary because Gary people were getting hype about her come up but I guess according to one thing I read she's from Indianapolis which I guess is still same shit is the closest uh, to a local artist that we've had in a minute that's not Jesus (laughs) so yeah yeah, no her 2021 I don't know EP or album let me make sure I pull it up but um yeah, it was pretty solid. Uh, anybody that might know her unknowingly, she has that song with um, Buddy called Teen Scene that's like definitely been featured in like TV shows and damn near commercials and stuff. And That's what's up. Um, probably got radio play in cities that aren't <laughs> mine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and see, that's the other thing. It's like, why wouldn't it be playing in the, area that whatever um, yeah tone deaf okay uh yeah it's a seven <clears throat> song ep and her most you know famous song is on yeah it's got like six million seven hundred sixty thousand plays um yeah but uh i like where she's going 
my unfortunate comparison though i was like uh she's like janae Aiko with less boring production like even if some songs lyrically just were like whatever to me like the song structure sounded good enough to keep going through mm-hmm. and uh on a more positive note a lot of it is like cool like date night vibe music like i can't imagine a chill situation where you couldn't turn this music on um like it's not too sexual it's not too <laughs> sad like yeah. she is talking about like toxic relationships and break up things and but it's, it's never just too anything it's just right in the middle where you know i can turn this on while uh i'm chilling with somebody or if we go out uh the car ride like all that i was like music. i was like yeah this is good traditional music this is good talk over it music not in a offensive way <laughs> like, yeah 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 it's, it's it's nice to have in the background um so yeah i'm like i'm excited to see where she's gonna go i think she's just incredible lyrics away from just having more hits like for me yeah. any anyway um but for one out of seven of these to be just already on tv and radio and all that stuff she's at a good point so uh, that's cool, and then I think that'll like kind of transition me to. Uh, I started the Adele album, mm-hmm. then back to back, and so the first things that came through my mind listening to Adele I was like, yeah, this is like the difference between up and coming and elite. Like Adele's lyrics are just like next level. The vocals are elite. It was just elite. I was like, all right, there's only so much I have to say here. Um, or to even like critique, you know, I was like, yeah, this is fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she was getting into different bags, low key. Like there was a very like Jill Scott feeling song on one track and like, you know, her usual styles. But then it felt like she was jumping into a couple different bags. I was like, okay. I, I think my thing listening to the album was like, when you think about like chasing pavement, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you hear this, I'm like, this is where she should be. But for her to be like Beyonce, Taylor Swift realm, you wouldn't expect this album to sound like this. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause like, I was like, am I even going to like this shit? Cause it's, she's so big. She's got to like meet so many needs. And if she's playing yeah. that game and I was like, ah, uh, fuck with this. This is a deal that I've consistently heard throughout the years that I like. Um, so I thought that was cool. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But you can hear that, like you said, the growth. Um, strange, I feel like it, it it bridged the gap in a weird way, like between just post high school and 35. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I don't hear 30 in this. I hear, like, past 30 talking to just out of high school mm, yeah um which i guess kind of is 30 now that you're thinking about it <laughs> yeah i mean it was, it was just so candid like she wasn't afraid to say that she just didn't feel like getting up off the couch she was just depressed as shit like, like hey yeah. i'm not even gonna sing it i'm gonna just let y'all know i was <laughs> I, I was i was down bad and then i'm gonna get back to singing it but uh yeah this was just elite i was um pleasantly surprised to enjoy it and it's not even one of those like i'm going through it albums it's like 
makes you also just melt and go through it, you can kind of like appreciate it more than like melt with it. So I was like, that's 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 good. You don't want to be way too deep in the in the dumps with all the leaves falling and whatnot. Sometimes it's nice to have something you can not feel weird if you're playing it out loud, you know, like someone else is around. <clears throat> yeah, because I started it on a plane home, and mm. uh, I was like, I don't even know if this is good. Plane rides always make me sad. I don't care where I'm going. Mm. I could be going on vacation. <laughs> I'm going to get sad on the plane. Um, and I was like, okay, I see where she's going, but I can really hear that shit. I was on a small plane. I was like, I'm going to get it some justice when I land, but... um yeah, man, some good songs. I feel like just the range of shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, sometimes I really felt like she was yo- like portraying a younger person. Mm. It just, it just felt like I was getting game from an OG as a kid, or like even advice that I would give to a kid. Like, mm. the way she bridged that gap, I don't know. That just really spoke to the album for me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Um, anything you want to play from it? I mean, I know people, it's like such a big album. Yeah, that's what I was um, thinking. I can at least play something that maybe is not the um, V tracks off of it. Yeah. I also think, too, like it being 12 songs in an hour, I think that also speaks to like maybe why we might like it because I think we both kind of appreciate longer songs and mm-hmm. building the feel. If my headphones are cooperating, which it doesn't seem like they are, um, all night parking is probably yeah. worth playing. Yeah, I like that a lot. Let's see. I know you've got things to do. I do too. I just want to spend all my time with you. I'm so hard to impress. Don't leave me on this stretch alone. When I'm out at a party, I'm just excited to get home and dream about you all night long I don't know how you got through to me I'm so cold it's all happening so easily I don't know I think her and um all right, Lennox need to do a song together. I mean, this, this was, yeah. <laughs> like if you're gonna, if like... you're, if you're gonna tell me that while this is playing, it makes perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. This is it's the reason why, because she could float on this if she had her own yes. part. Mm-hmm. Oh man, because I was like, I don't. Has she really sung with a lot of people? Women. I can see why people mm. wouldn't want to step in that arena. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe nobody's approached her with the right idea. Yeah, or yeah, it could that, be a 
like a I, I, I'm gonna say that maybe no one's approached her with the right idea because <laughs> she doesn't seem like somebody who just wouldn't want to sing with nobody I, I don't know maybe yeah but I do like that, that you made that connection that, that'd be yeah because when the beat drop I'm like yeah Ari is sliding on this for sure I love when you can blend genres like that and it's not corny. Kind of like how I was talking about Casey Musgraves and then even a while back when we played that one, what's his name? It's like Billy Blanco or something, the black dude that was doing country stuff, but he like, I don't know. I like when you can dabble in different areas and actually make it work. And it sounds like you're just appreciating stuff and not just, you know. Yeah, trying to run it up. Um, Mm -hmm. Speaking of just appreciating stuff, you know that uh, Blood on the Leaf song by Young Chris that was all over TikTok? Mm-hmm. I, like, stumbled across some shit. And uh, I actually watched the music video. And they gave, like, all this, like, detail into the origin of Blood on the Leaf. Mm. And so I knew most of it. But um, I didn't realize. And maybe I heard this and just forgot that Billie Holiday basically, like, that, like, ended her career type shit. Because they was like, hey, you got to stop singing this shit. And she was like, y'all could kiss my ass. And she went to jail and like all this other stuff behind that song. Damn. Yeah. Um, I think I knew a, a little bit about her decline and all that, but not a whole lot. Now I want to learn a little bit more. Yeah. So hmm. super random from Adele, but we was just um, coming off of that. Yeah, anything else we need to get to? I know this hmm. this week is a little light. <clears throat> I just kind of have random points. Um, also, in my weekly listenings, I realized that I know a little bit more of Gil Scott Heron than I even like yeah. recognized. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, um, Home is Where the Hatred Is is probably my favorite Um Song of his is just something I came across when I was listening to. Uh, what was that? Uh, My way home, because mm-hmm. I was realizing like, man, everybody references this track, and it just sounds so negative. Like, it might not be such a bad idea if I ever go home again. I was like, has anyone done the opposite? Like, just like I would like to go home. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I was like in my head thinking about Thanksgiving and like family and stuff. I was like. There's got to be a song that's the opposite, though, right? Like a really, really good one. Because everybody references this, and it usually sounds fine. I'm like, man, what, what's... <laughs> like, I get why y'all don't want to go home, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes. Um, but yeah, I guess beyond that, I was kind of digging this um, Amine song that dropped called Neo. I thought that was pretty decent. I don't know mm-hmm. if you heard it, because it came out before we recorded last episode. Um, yeah, I listened to it and actually listened to that um, project 2.5. Oh, I didn't even realize there's a there's a, a thing. Did you like yeah. it? <clears throat> it was decent. Um, oh yeah, it's like twelve songs. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, hmm. I hated that he did the weird text, like spelling everything weird. Because it's like, man, we're like searching this shit up now. Like, if you had a CD and all of this shit was being printed on a piece of paper, go crazy. Like, you know niggas is going to look for these songs. It doesn't make... Bro, this stuff has to stop. Like, <laughs> the, Yeah, the funny type, like, people are going out of their way to type something crazy. I'm like, bro, we have to stream it now. Please don't do this. <laughs> Please cut it out. Um, 
But yeah, no, that song was pretty cool. Um, did you want me to play a little bit? Sure. These models say cheese for the photo. Size 11, nigga, I'm a Frodo. I bought two chairs in the south of France. I'm a culture motherfucker, nigga, you know. You know. Brand new, meaning got your back ties. I'll be all the records, we gon' franchise. Seven and three quarters be my high size. Told my brother, fade it on both sides. Yeah. I told my brother, fade it on both sides. Yeah, this reminds me of going out and like. I feel like this is a song that, while it's not a hit, it could be like the song of a weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. This is definitely like it. Man, remember that weekend we just kept playing that song, mm-hmm. having a blast. No, it's so funny because I was uh, heading out uh, to meet friends on Saturday, and it was coming down between. Uh, oh, I had to get um. <laughs> another aux cord adapter for my phone right i didn't have one for a while and so you know i was Wait, just stuck adapter? With, like you know how um some phones will have like you got to plug what like a dongle thing the aux to... cord to the dongle to the phone because it's USB-C and there's no like headphone jack yeah yeah my phone's like that i don't have a headphone jack i have Ugh. the usb yeah it's, they do it's that uh, it's <laughs> that yeah that's another thing. But uh, I had to get that thing at Best Buy. And so I was in the car like, oh, yeah, I can listen to music today while I go to meet people out. Great. Instead of having to deal with uh, listening to WizKid for the, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need no other. Oh, my gosh. Every hour? Like, okay. Yeah. And then six little Baby songs, four Drake songs. Like, no. There's no there's no reason the radio needs to be this annoying. But anyway. It was coming down between this Neo song and um, Less Is More from Jesus to start off the night. And it ended up being, it ended up being Less Is More. Um, I was like, damn. The fact that I can listen to somebody from home to start my, <laughs> my Saturday boys night out. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is great. But uh, no, I like this song too. And it, like you're saying, it just feels like the we went to three different <laughs> kick, kick kickback situations in a long weekend and yeah. it all this song was there every time kind of thing so mm-hmm. good for, good good for Amine uh to have that and would you say that kind of speaks to some of the other songs on this project I didn't listen to it. yeah yeah kind of sort cool. of yeah mm-hmm. cool 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 yeah I didn't right. have as um, many lows as the, mm-hmm. the last project oh that's cool yeah the the last project he's definitely trying to talk about yeah serious things um yeah so i am down for something uh more chill mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that's kind of my offerings for our back-to-back episodes uh so with that being said play me in the love i am evil 
I like how that just stuck. <laughs> like I was legitimately um, excited like for two months straight when that shit. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Man. I was casually rewatching Fire Force or using it as background noise last week, mm-hmm. and <laughs> every every scene that was coming up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot how fire this. I forgot how good this was. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about this." And then um, the fact that our intro is the theme song, I was like, oh, yeah, they do have this fire-ass intro. I, <laughs> how, do, how did I just forget, like, in the heat of us watching a whole bunch of other stuff? But, uh, nah, uh, what do you uh, what'd you get into this week as far as this category goes? Um, So, definitely uh, Cowboy Bebop and the show called Special 7. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I was texting you about it, like, Right after we recorded last week. Um, and I said, actually, I said it had like a Cowboy Bebop style with brand new animal vibes. Yep, yep, yep. You did say something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, there's this gang or group called the Nine, and they're trying to like harness the power of the dragons or something like that. Because mm-hmm. they believe that they used to roam the earth and like, you know, they have like this source of power in. <clears throat> there was like this terrorist attack and it was like this big explosion and like niggas was dying and stuff and mm-hmm. it kind of was like equivalent to like what happened in Fire Force where it was like oh shit like shit got fucked up and whatever mm-hmm. um but like the world is just full of like these creatures so there's like this kind of like task force similar to like not quite vigilantes but kind of mm-hmm um and there's like a vampire there's like a homunculus <laughs> all on like the same team there's like a robot it's like all these like creatures and like not animal noid but like animal like things yeah 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 and they're all like vibing i think there's like an elf too um and then there's like the human with like this ability mm-hmm. um and so yeah it gets like political and they're like trying to like navigate like oh shit people are like setting off bombs across the city how do we 
navigate this. And the dude was like, oh, shit, I don't know. I'm just a human. He was like, oh, wait, I got powers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you like brand new animal with the whole, like, strange creatures with abilities, uh, they Mm -hmm. haven't really gotten political as far as, like, uh, we don't fuck with these creatures yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But just having that, like, weird cast of of, uh, people. Hmm. Yeah, six, seven episodes in, it's pretty good. I, I would say it's a watch. Um, I don't know if it's you want to climb up the list, but it's it's pretty good. It's on Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh, no, it's funny you talk about the list climb. I uh, Every time I go out on the weekends, I bump into somebody that wants to fuck with the pod or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're having one of those conversations of, what anime do you watch? And I was like, oh, geez, I can't even answer this question anymore. We, I, I, you know, we watch something new every week, even if it's just one episode. So I'm like, what do I watch? I don't know. So I just literally tossed my phone to this dude with the, like, the the exhaustive list of every, <laughs> everything we've seen. He's like, oh, man, this guy's legit. Da, da, da. I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a long way to go, even, like, to other people that do this sort of content and whatnot. But, um, no, I love it though. Like bumping into black folks specifically, that yeah, like just off the concept of the pod, are like, oh yes, you mind if I text this to myself? Da da da. All that. I'm like, yes, <laughs> we, yes, please, we, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we we have an audience, but um, no, that's dope though. Um, I'm gonna definitely check it out. Like with us wrapping up, um, Tokyo so fast. I'm definitely. I think I can handle. Uh, a large cast and like dramatic stuff. So the sooner I find something, uh, the better. So I yeah, I'm probably gonna watch Tokyo be... again. Honestly, I might start from like eight or something. And yeah, no, I don't need to catch one to, through five. <laughs> yeah, to catch some details. There's definitely some stuff I'm still curious about. Um, you reminded me that I did watch something else this week, but um, if you have more on that show, no. Okay. Uh, we actually watched a little bit of Bubblegum Crisis. Uh, it's, I think, an early 90s anime. I don't know if it was older than that, but, uh, you know, I jokingly was like, like, oh, this this is an old-ass show. This dub is so awkward, da-da-da. Like, what the hell is so dramatic? But then as we watched it, I'm like, wait, actually, this is kind of fire. Uh, if I could describe Bubblegum Crisis... In a way, it's like a slightly more mature Totally Spies that's, you know, set in, set in Japan. Not about some American teenage girls. Like, it's these, oh, and it's got like, um, um, what is that mech anime that, oh, Neon Genesis. Yeah, there's a little bit of Neon Genesis sprinkled <laughs> oh, to yeah. it. And I just mean in like the like the character designs and then some of like the alien designs. Tonally, it's not Neon Genesis. It's definitely totally spies, slightly more mature. Because, um, yeah, you got three girls that are in this like, un, you know, like a special forces Power Ranger type of group. But it's just the three of them. And they've all got their like you know, very specific characteristics. Like there's like the bubbles type of girl who's just like rough and tough and like takes no, you know, no shit from nobody. Um, Then like the leader and then like the girl who's like, you know, like they're in that trio tropey Powerpuff Girls thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's slightly more mature. Like they cuss a little bit. 
and they're like grown women so they like like the bubbles type of girl she like <laughs> was talking shit like dang you uh you definitely gaining weight huh like you don't even fit in your suit anymore that and they like be getting these these mechs that are like built for them and i'm like all right this is like a jab that other girls in this little trope would make but these are grown women so it's like a little bit funnier and the dialogue is not like are you mixing bubbles and buttercup no, I'm saying like the Buttercup girl would have been the one talking shit. Okay, got like, it, got it, got it. Because I'm pretty sure this girl literally had the same haircut as <laughs> Buttercup's yeah. uh, character, like the you know short brunette hair, whatever, just talking shit, all that. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. They get in these mechs that are like all different designs. And they're fighting like the Neon Genesis style aliens sometimes that are like like uh, fleshy creatures on the inside. But the outside, they've got mech suits and there's like blue blood squirting out of them and shit. And like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like the show did not present itself as that type of thing when they weren't in the suits. I was like, what is this? Like, it's hella dramatic, but they're really scrapping, fighting for their lives and shit. Um the robot designs are really cool. This is pretty tight. And then there was one scene where, like, one of the girls, like, noticed that somebody had their camera out while they was watching them fight. And she flew up there after they killed the alien to where this person with the camera was and just, like, stomped on the camera and shit. I was Damn. like, I was like, <laughs> How wait. How is this show? I don't know the exact year, but it's, like, it's definitely early 90s, maybe even late 80s. Like, it's old. Like the, oh, that's the, cool. The dub is really ass, but the show itself is fire. Like, I was like, this is pretty fucking great. Like, like if they redid the 2000s version, like, this this shit would pop. Like, it's literally totally spies, but more mature. Um, yeah, I don't know. They were really scrapping, bro. Like, people are getting real injuries during their fights. Like, they're not, like, just running around unscathed, shooting laser beams. Like, they're really going at it. Um... There was an episode where an entire city exploded and like they were in charge of like saving this uh, singer who had a performance later that night. And so they like escaped the city and was killing aliens and shit. And this girl and they're like, are you still going to do the concert tonight? She's like, oh, yeah, I, th I think I will. And they're like, and they're like yeah, get, get it together. You should perform, whatever. Like they, pe the people need you. And the last two episodes, the two minutes of the episode was her at the concert it was a sold out show in this big ass arena and like the singing was like damn near incredible i was like wait who'd they get for this like this this is fire i i don't know man bubblegum crisis i was like man if i start this from the beginning i might actually like fuck with this heavy like i don't know what it influenced yeah. but nah this shit is actually pretty fucking dope uh i'm about to look up the year just for the hell of it but yeah, I think we were watching like episode four through like eight or something. So there was a little context we missed, but I was like, yeah, if we start from the beginning, <laughs> this was probably super great. Oh, yeah. Now I'm looking at the uh, animation style, too. It's pretty cool. That's one thing. I don't know if I mentioned that on here where I'm trying to figure out the different like art styles and like 1987 to 1991. Hmm. So we probably got it in 94 or whatever. Yeah with that gap of time with the dubs and all that but cool yeah I was pleasantly surprised 
Uh, yeah, that kind of brings us to Cowboy Bebop at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm 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 pretty happy with it. I think. I think we've been burned so bad. It's so easy to hate on it. The first thirty seconds in. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I kept watching, I felt myself like begrudgingly enjoying it. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess that's kind of cool. I'm like, all right, look, stop being that nigga. Enjoy this for what it is. Could it have mm-hmm. been better? A hundred percent. But I can appreciate them being like, hey, this is the manual, and we're just gonna follow the manual. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and we don't we don't need that. I don't need a play by play. I don't need a. Uh, I wouldn't have liked a play for play just live action like i'm glad this kind of did its own thing but still gave fans things to notice yeah throughout i feel like the f- first few episodes was similar closely closer to the show it's been a while since i watched it uh yeah uh i'll preface this by saying that while i've watched cowboy bebop at least i don't know four times maybe I don't have every plot line or moment like memorized or like I'm not that fan who needs needed to see every single iconic moment in order or whatever, whatever. I, that's not me. Like, so next week after I watch a YouTube video or two comparing everything, I'm sure I'll have thoughts on that. But as for now, <laughs> I it, it did. That first chunk did follow enough to where it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It almost served to remind me what was going on. Um, exactly. Cause yeah. Cause, I, uh, especially with the situation with Jet and his uh, wife and all that. And the episode mm-hmm. where they went down to that like saloon and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. We, we kind of were here. Um, so, yeah. It, um, it definitely loosely weaves you through some of those early situations and, and all that. I think especially given our age when we was watching Cowboy Bebop probably not in sequential order <laughs> like mm-hmm. i remember the first time i watched it uh as an adult i'm like wait this is only one season i was it like felt like it was a lot more right yeah yeah i'm like i thought this was like this mad show <laughs> with all these episodes mm-hmm. i'm like that was mm-hmm. a pretty quick watch um so and I think my recent watch wasn't that long ago. So I was like, oh, this is cool that they're like doing the red eye thing and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but whatever I want to say. Oh, yeah. I just appreciate them uh, honoring the source material. I like that it was still horny um, mm-hmm. and they didn't like shy away from it. Um, yeah, I feel like they did the bare minimum and it worked and I'm not upset. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'll start on that note though. Um, they did a good job with it. Um, like the, like the, the jazz club and the, the, the strip club, like those kind of things like made sense. The universe didn't feel forced. And then even, uh, Faye was still pretty sexy without it being like, mm-hmm. Her like her wearing her exact outfit, like she still had moments. Just be like the, she had that red dress on. She had that fling with that girl. Like they made face sexy, but it fit in the, in everything that was going on. It wasn't just like, hey, here's this lady who's allegedly a bounty hunter with the titties out. 
just like you know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like it wasn't crazy like that. And they gave her an appropriate amount of characterization too. Just like they explained her goals and her uh, cryo situation with her amnesia pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So while there was like some liberties, I feel like they explained p- things well. The dynamic between um, Spike and Vicious was explained pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. And Jet and fear, uh, Jet and Spike's relationship was—I ex- mean, it didn't have to be explained, but like, yeah, it, it had moments that was uh, more depth than I expected. I should say, like the way they interacted and them being shitty with each other, or them trying to pry through each other's like past, like, "Hey, bro, you good? Hey, bro, you good?" Like th- those kind of moments. I was like. Okay. Sometimes those can be missed when you think about the the source material, like the moments of them like actually giving a shit about how the other person feels and all that, but I think too, and I could it could just be a while since I watched it, but I do feel like as I was saying, everything doesn't translate. I feel like the tension between those two actually translated better on screen. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh yeah, I guess you niggas only known each other for a couple years and it's just like, hey, why the fuck don't I know this about you? Like, mm-hmm. cause it's like we are shooting at niggas and putting our lives on the line. Like, like come on, bro. Like, you got to be a little bit more transparent. Like, cause you really got me in some shit. And then, it's, yeah, I feel like that was, and maybe it just wasn't that big of a plot point or a point of tension in the anime. But um, I appreciate that they dive, like delve into that a little bit more on screen. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes things translate better on film. It's just like, you know, you have an actual face to like let emotion sink in things like that and it's just um a different type of real estate to tell the same type of story so i will say the show or the anime a lot of spike's dialogue felt like he was dropping bars every time and while he did that in the netflix series i I think what you're saying with the uh their tension speaking better is like the dialogue was more conversational than spike always sounding cool or like yeah. saying shit mm-hmm. cool. Like they were just actually fucking talking. Like yeah. um even when he was flirting with people, like it just felt more kind of like a person, not like a characterization of a really cool yeah. guy. Like yeah. he's like he is cool, but he's also a human. Like he's not like the cool guy with the cigarette caricature. Like he's a cool guy who just happens to have a cigarette. Like, you know, it's like it felt more conversational than set piece dropping bars every two seconds kind of thing. Um, yeah. So we were texting about his age and you said mm. you wish you would have seen him a little younger, but to me, it makes sense that he's older. Mm. Um, I got, I, I got over it pretty fast as it started to get into. And I think I was a little bit further than you. Maybe when you said that, um, Oh, you were, I was like episode <laughs> one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like, um, thinking about just like risking your life and doing all this gang shit and shooting at, he, at niggas. Like, realistically, he's just cruising out of his prime. Mm-hmm. So, like, for him to be whooping niggas' ass so effortly, effortlessly, or, you know, all these like close calls, like, he's kind of getting to the edge of that. And, you know, I just don't see too many 20 year olds <laughs> throwing hands with strangers and surviving. You know, consistently. So, um, no, Young Spike could have been weird. It could it could have been weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think one thing, and then we can start shitting on it if you have negative things to say, but I think one thing that I did appreciate too is like later in the the series, not early on, but later, I do feel like um, a lot of the, the, what do you call it? The cinematography could have been like freeze frames. Like it started to feel like the anime cinema, like on screen. Like I'm like, Mm -hmm. damn, like this really could, if I freeze it and look, like this could be the anime. Like just the way they posture uh spike and like the way they like had yep. the angles i'm like okay yep. this is hard this is hard mm-hmm. um even just the way they set up like the hallways the narrow mm-hmm. alley streets and the the camera angles the purples and blues and that uh the city i'm like yeah this was they they didn't do too bad i don't need this to look much different honestly yeah. mm-hmm. and there were some low-key john wick level like choreographed fights i'm like ah, i've seen this before like the way he's just spinning and shooting and bop 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 like this is just a bullet for everybody it's like some of my favorite john wick scenes look just like this no, there so was a- <laughs> I, I can't really hate like this this looks great yeah there was a couple of fight scenes where i was like huh that was really practical fighting like <laughs> yeah just like the hand like, movements wait, the like- usage of stuff around them the the choreography wasn't bad at all yeah um and the show so where the anime succeeds and where this uh where they learn from the source material well with the netflix adaptation is um the show allowed itself to be absurd Mm -hmm. like whether it be within fights or like escape scenes the music like it didn't take itself too seriously and so i'm glad that the the 10 episode joint realized that's a necessary part of the formula is don't don't take yourself too seriously because otherwise yeah it gets it gets uh cheesy because right out the gate like even the whole like them fighting that place and letting like the the air shoot out of the room and the door barely locking and um spike versus vicious and the the, the chair broke and he had to use the leg of the chair to defend himself <laughs> from a sore. I was like, yeah, it's absurd, but it needs to be absurd yeah. <laughs> at times. Uh, I like that family too that had the uh, the tree grenades. I was going to ask you about that <laughs> and how did you uh, handle that? Oh, it was, uh, it was when that first lady was turning into a tree, I was disgusted. And then I was, <laughs> then I was uncomfortable because I was like, all right, you're doing, it's way too detailed. Like you just hear everything coming out of her. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Don't like it. But like the people after her that turned into the trees, it was like instant. I was like, fine. But like her, yeah, hers was pretty gross. Yeah, that like, first one was rough. No, I was like, you oh, don't man. have to. I was like, this is not that. This is not that. Why are we, why are we doing this? Ugh, it was nasty. <laughs> yeah, I hate body horror, man. That was nasty. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was because even I was like, "Damn, like what a tree!" Ugh, because you what hear an him, absurd like, screaming and like, Ugh. and even later when Faye stuck her hand into somebody who was turned into a tree a while ago and it was just gooey in there, I was like, "All right, she didn't mean like grab somebody's wallet." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that is fucking sick. Oh man, but that's another moment where I just love the absurdity of the universe. Like I was like, "This is wild." Um uh yeah the dialogue was really good it let itself be absurd i honestly thought the color palette was pretty good too because mm-hmm. i was like you know what while some things could be brighter and more colorful should it be though 
Should like the <laughs> should the futuristic dirty little city be like bright and happy when it's just not, you know? And then like the dusty little side towns they should be brown, green, and it should be like this. Mm-hmm. And then the splashes of color come from people's like expensive spaceships and the neons and those things should be colorful and the characters fits and yeah, I don't need this to look like way too bright to the point where it's like cartoony. The only the only uh scenes I didn't really care for were Spike's like dream sequences. Yeah. They could have filtered that differently or not at all. Yeah. Like it just mm-mm. I've seen a lot of shows where people are trapped in a machine that's like projecting some false reality to them but never had them had the 2004 MySpace filter on. I was like this is <laughs> really bad. Like you're getting the point across that he's not really in the real world but come on. Because yeah. even the scenes with the, the shape-shifting stripper or whatever made more sense when it was just, like, glitching. I'm like, you could have just had Spike's shit glitching more instead of this, like, pop filter or whatever it is. It just was looking it was strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this did give me hope for, like, the dark night of anime, you know, live action. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like this was, like, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you, with the current shows you've seen or like even digging way in the past, like what do you think would work to get everybody to be in, packed in a theater and enjoying it or like, or even if it's still like stream, streaming, like what would be that one where people are just like, oh shit, that was just gen, genuinely really, really good. Like, Ooh, so like, <laughs> I don't want to do. Cause I think it's yeah it's been done terribly. I do think like a three part um, full metal would be fire, like a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, a duo. it could be. Mm-hmm. If they do it right, I think that could be hard. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the movie, honestly, that I feel like I want to see first is Michiko and Hachin. Dang, that would like be decent. Based off of this, I feel like it's like, oh, y'all can do it then. Like, this is doable. <laughs> Dude, that would be really good. That would be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, and that'd be like a black cast, too, so that'd be dope. <laughs> Dang, her running around with them uh, Jordans that don't fit Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the city hard. and all that. No, that would be really good. Um, hmm. No, good answer. Uh but um yeah I don't I don't know um because what's the name <laughs> at least you didn't say <laughs> at least you didn't say B stars no <laughs> don't want to see no big head of wolf running around <laughs> but you know what that probably would be the one that get done justice first <laughs> on some uh Beauty and the Beast I don't know like <laughs> Avatar type quality like <laughs> I bet there's one out there like by a small studio is like only on YouTube the B stars yeah. <laughs> the B stars live action. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, I'm looking at my my notes to see if uh, anything. Yuyashi exists though, don't it? Yeah, it does. Cause that's what yeah. I would have said. That exists somewhere. Parasite um, exists. This might be a hot take, but Princess Mononoke Ooh. should work live action. Should and could. Because similar movies exist that were done with real people and aren't bad. That should work. Um, 
I guess my last two, I would say Fire Force, but I think I would put Demon Slayer ahead of it. Ah, uh, but see, yeah, that's that is more action, big cast, big big budget. Yeah, it might not work, but we can hope. Fire Which Force, one? Fire Force, Fire Force. I feel like Fire I, Force is a stretch. I feel like Demon Slayer could be done right. It wouldn't though. <laughs> it wouldn't, but it it could. It and could. Should. <laughs> There's movies with the same type of content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yep, yeah, you are not wrong. Too fucking much. <laughs> you are not wrong at all. Hmm. Yeah. No good answers. Um. Shoot. I guess we can um talk into some cowboy bebop complaints, concerns, or some eh moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so I, I, I yeah, I was gonna say I jokingly was like, man, I'm only here to see Spike get kicked by a dude in a top hat and in a clown suit who's floating and kick him in the air multiple times. I've only heard, cause that is the most absurd shit ever. <laughs> and they actually did the scene. I had to pause, rewind. I was like, yes, it's here. It's here. Him getting kicked by this, this dude. And, um, I can't remember if the anime did it the way the show did, where it's like, you see the shadow of him getting kicked while he does a backflip. I was like, did they show it directly? Um, and I think the anime showed it directly, but on the on this, you can see the shadow of the dude doing a backflip and kicking Spike up. And I'm pretty sure in the anime, he kicked him like three times. Doing, he did three backflips and kicked Spike while he was still in <laughs> mid-air. I was like, this is so absurd. I cannot wait to see this. In the So they did a good job not making it as absurd, but I'm glad it was there. Um, uh, yeah, what, what, what were you about to say? So two things. One, um... I mean, I know a lot of people was praising the wardrobe, but it still felt a little cosplay to me. Unfortunately, it's, Spikes was the worst. Yeah. It felt it felt the most. I was like, I know this is what he wore, but it still don't feel right. And I feel like that's where you kind of got to take the liberties and just be like, uh, we just not going to do that. Or like, oh, we going to amp this up. Um, but it wasn't so it wasn't that distracting. It was fine. And especially once you bought more into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wanted to see that episode where like they were just, and I know that it it would be such a filler, but um, when they were just floating and they didn't have food and there was like that fungus, mm-hmm. and it was like trying to kill them, mm-hmm. I would have really liked to see that episode. I don't yeah. know if that's like yeah, a, yeah. a favorite for a lot of people, but that's probably like one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> it would have spoke to. Just how long they're out there and their uh, growing friendship and stuff. But I think with the budget and timetable, they probably were like, you know, the di- our dialogue is our best friend here. Like those scenes where, you know, Spike dipped out to go get noodles allegedly or like her talking about shower bath shower and all that stuff. Like I think they let dialogue be their best friend instead mm-hmm. of picking and choosing more and more and more exact scenes but no I, I, I forgot about that one that would have been that would have been a good choice to yeah but it, mm-hmm. it, I mean you gotta figure out this blob to chase them around a spaceship and film that and yeah. it was like floating in the air like I get why it wasn't there and then it probably wouldn't have been done right given how the red eye was portrayed 
But mm. I still just love that episode. I might watch it later today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's all my um, my hate. I'm I'm liking it as a as a Cowboy Bebop fan. I think they yeah. did it justice. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed more than I disliked. I just feel like I noticed the cool things I wanted to see, and some of my favorite sounds were used or tweaked a little bit. Or they just played the exact song here and there. I was like, yeah, I remember this one. I remember this one. Or I remember this was the theme for that villain. And even though they're using it in different spots, it fits. Um, I like that the theme song is like halfway through the episode. Like once ideas build and stuff. I was like, this is pretty cool. I like Um, that they did the intro. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give us what Mm -hmm. we came for. It it needed to be there. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh man, and yeah, there, I, I like that there were just stuff you couldn't ignore that it was in there, like him falling through the the church window, and mm-hmm. um, just Jet's Jet's speech pattern is like very iconic as far as the dub is concerned. Uh, so I appreciated that actor like talking like Jet. It, exactly like like he sounded exact he could have just probably spoke and it would have been fine but he i don't know shout out to him and his fake fake beard like he, <laughs> he uh <laughs> he, he did a very good job i can't help but think about uh little yachty dipset whenever i think about that fallen scene <laughs> there was some little part of me that was like what if they played the beat <laughs> hard, i was like they won't do it they won't do they it. They would know. They would know. <laughs> that shit would Man, the internet would have lost it. Bro. Because <laughs> I bet there's people that, like, would appreciate that song but don't know it exists or, like, no, still don't understand the connection of all of those things. And that would, yeah, the Twitter conversation would just go bonkers. Like, <laughs> it would have been crazy. Um. Yeah, there was some little part of ooh, what if the, the instrumental drop? That'll be fire. <laughs> That's why we need the keys to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but speaking of just blackness in that universe, I like that they acknowledge that Jet was black. Like, even in subtle ways, they kind of yeah. like, yeah, this is, this is a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, his relationship with that redhead lady, like, ooh, hey, Jet Black. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Look at this big piece of chocolate. <laughs> right, yeah. I was like, all right, let's not just have him be be, be black. He's like, they black. see it too. They yeah. know he's a black man. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Um, uh, any characters you just um, thought could have been acted better or just like they chose a different actor for or something? I, I, I don't vicious. I don't think I hated. Mm, ooh, Vicious. You didn't. Vicious. Mm. Like his dialogue, just the dude in general. His face, yeah. He did have a funny chin. <laughs> he had a very long head. I think of all, you know, Jet was pretty bad, but I feel like Vicious was pretty bad, and I feel like that was such a... Let me pull up Vicious. Maybe I'm remembering him wrong. But I just felt like that was such a... Um, easy character. Let's see. I guess they did what they could. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they some some things just don't translate. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. I guess they, they did what they that's could. Fair. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, if I think if I would have just seen Vicious, I would have felt like it was gonna be trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care for him at all. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty good roundup of that. Um, I'm probably gonna watch some YouTube videos about people comparing very specific things or. I'm sure there's like little Easter eggs that I missed even that weren't mm-hmm. like in your face. So I'm going to find some of those breakdowns and next week as we talk about, or, you know, next episode as we talk about other things, we can bring that back. But overall, <laughs> I, I, I almost feel like I should, I should have hated this more than I did. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I like, was expecting to. I'm sure somebody's going to explain why it was the worst thing to exist, <laughs> but I am I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Um, do we have any other chats or is that pretty much the episode? Uh we can we can call it there. Um okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can call it there. It's been a that's a pod, that's a wrap. Alright, cool. As always, man, thanks for listening. Uh share the blurs, engage with us on uh social media. Uh tell us what y'all wanna hear. You know, we Shit, are we almost two years in this shit? Three years in this shit? Yeah, yeah uh, so. coming up. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, we gonna keep doing what we doing. And, uh, yeah. Appreciate y'all. Peace.